0: with a scream. I got a show, a few hours, so I won't do it. No screaming. You know where it's going. The new gym is about to show. Yeah. Stop. Uh, Welcome, my friends. To a show sure that series never ends. This is version 3 3, three. three? I can get Oh wow It's too big It's impossible Plan with purpose 2 Anyway, it's allowed version number 203, you're hoping to get function Things are changing here Things are strange and different look around the surroundings, I'll explain everything and all as you wildly know, Bob Riley. Sing like it has any single 7 yes that's right, it's the Motta. record is falling the dust is called Easter Hall of Nothing, still available on Revelation Records. beach, California, where they should shooting at that night from, what you the house. and what the day them out of town on a hill, we over at the restaurant in Central Florida. Listen, listen well. on way back to so we came back nothing. Nothing. All, right. All right. Mike. Right this is, I you guys are Robinson chill Stomper, and yeah, things are a little bit different today. Things are a little bit different today. Um, Let's see if I can find it. This is, hold on a second, excuse me for the lack of eyes. Where are we now? Oh, version 303. I was right. Uh Oh, nice. Singapore, huh? Singapore slings. And you even spelled it right. Mm. 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 So I always get in trouble when I try to eat during the show. I know it outrages and offends some people, but uh, I'm, I'm doubling up. So let's go back in time a little bit. Where I am. Usually, I don't like to tell you where I am when I'm there, but I'm here such a short time that you can't get up to hijinks at Thalia Hall in a few hours playing uh Yakuza's 25th anniversary party. Our friends, Bruce Lamont and the guys in Yakuza, I wonder if they got the same drummer. The same drummer was a Muay Thai guy I used to geek out on martial arts, so we're doing it at Thalia Hall here. One of you showed up yesterday at the book at the book deal at Reckless Records. There being uh, Mr. J.W. showed up, and um, the publisher was there, and she starts quizzing him. Before I find out, I was like, oh, are you interested in the book? And he's like, well, I, oh, so you know Oxbow? And he's like, no. Nah. And then he's like, finally says, uh, uh, the podcast. And I go, oh, and he goes, yeah, I'm Mr. J.W. I go, ah, Julian Walker, nice to make your acquaintance, sir. And so we hung out, got pictures. and Where are the pictures? If I I had time and patience, I would put them in the chat. Uh, I'm hoping that it's not too early for him. And he indeed is up. It's early for West Coast peeps, but, you know, it it is what it is. Got to sleep early last night. I feel refreshed today, if only slightly syruped. So that's where I am, staying in a wonderful Hampton Inn. It only took 172 texts between and betwixt band members to find our place in the Hamptons Inn, Hampton Inn, And it, 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 the problem was uh, one of our members, didn't want to eat breakfast off of a foam plate. <laughs> the, the foam plate was a bridge too far. <laughs> I'm one of those guys who, you know, you hear people complain about high school lunches, never complained about high school. Lunch. In fact, I've heard people complain about food in jail. Now that's food that you should complain about. I complained about the food in jail, but I gladly consumed the food in jail. Yeah. For that tough day that I was in jail. Yeah, as one of our as one of the members of Oxwell suggested, I should have got a a tattoo tear for that one day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that for every year you're in jail? You know, that's for every second that I was in jail. <laughs> um, so anyway. I got up. These are crack of dawn deals. You got to fly that first flight of the day when everybody's nice and awake, or maybe not awake, sleepy. I don't know what the deal is, but maybe it's a safer one. It was a United flight with no fucking problems at all, if that can be believed, even though they fucked you in the booking process. Mm. You don't want to sit in the last row by the toilet in the middle seat. Well, look at, we have other ones, but the upgrade is this 35. Fuck you and your $35. I'll take the fucking seat. It's going to, I'm going to make it miserable for everybody. Cause I'm not paying a nickel extra sit in that middle seat. Fine. Fuck it. But I had sizable people on either side of me, you know, I'm jammed up. And the, and the, the one woman, that she's one of the, the woman on my right hand side was one of those people who brings her like, it's like the calorie intake that you fucking need. You don't need all that shit in your little packet. She's got a Jamba Juice thing. She's got a coffee thing. She's got a sandwich thing and a salad thing all jammed in the pocket, spilling out. I got to smell this thing. I don't want to be one of those guys. I don't want to be complaining about this. But as soon as it's revealed that no other pricks are getting on the plane, I see a seat in front of me in the aisle. The guy is one of those nuts that wants a window seat. One of the women gets up to go to the bathroom and I see I I know what's going to happen here. She gets up. I I track her bathroom progress. It's like 13 times in a 3-hour flight. The fuck is wrong with your bladder? What are you drinking? 13 times. So after time number 1, saw the writing on the wall stood up, just took the seat in front. I said it's nothing personal, ladies, <laughs> and sat down in the seat and then had a, a an enjoyable flight during which I read Stephen King. Stephen King's new horror book. I'm 60% into the book and nothing horrifying has happened yet other than a car accident. I was like, man, Stephen King, dude, is kind of skating on reputation at this point. The fuck? I'm 60% into the book and nothing horrifying has happened but a car accident? I get more buzz from me in the news than than this kind of shit. But anyway, anyway, I, I was in Wicker Park. And that's where as we're at the Reckless Records in Wicker Park, which I guess is... uh I guess it's uh, the, the fancy Smashy section of town. I don't know. I just know nobody shot at me, and uh, everybody was nice. So there is that. I sold, uh, like, four books. Sold uh, two T-shirts. Sold both Whipping Boy records that I happened to in, in, uh, 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 impulsively jam in my suitcase. And sold one of the puzzle boxes. Guy texted me, the, with me the money on the spot. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's, it's good so far. What remains is a show tonight. I'm um, mm-hmm. trying to save my voice and I'm in a hotel, so I don't want to do any screaming to start the show. But then at some point, um, at some point, uh, a, a fight fan came. Oh yeah, JW, but no, there was somebody else. who's Anyway, the conversation was starting about, hey, is there, is there was there a fight tonight? <laughs> was there a fight tonight? The, apparently there was. Brandon Royval and Moreno. Number two, went went went. cue the clown music. Okay, so then I go to the Twitter machine. Fuck X. It's still Twitter to me. I go to the Twitter machine and expect that I'm going to see some highlights from the nothing. Nobody, no back channel chatter, nothing. Nobody's talking about it. And I was like, all right, okay, well, maybe somebody knows what's going on. I find nobody. They got J.W. as say, i fight tonight. He goes, I don't know. I don't really watch I don't really I don't really watch that All right. well, right. Let's go. Jesus Christ. let's go online and see what we can see. And sure enough, there was a fight. And who among us, who among us wasn't going to be excited about Victor Altamirano versus Felipe Dos Santos? Who among us wouldn't stop everything on a Saturday night to see Ronaldo Rodriguez and Dennis Bonder or Claudio Peles and Faris Ziam or Eric Silva, now that's a name I knew, or Mohammed Namoff, or Edgar Chavez, Chavez and Daniel La or Mateus Mendoza and Jesus Aguilar or Christian Quinones and Ronnie Barcelos. Okay, that's a name I know. So two names I know. Those are the prelims. Okay, well, that's prelims we understand. Oh, yeah, well, what about Manuel Torres versus Chris Duncan? All right. Now, okay. Yeah. What about Yasmin Yagrara and Sam Hughes Francisco Prado and Daniel Ziluber? Now, pretty much, this was a two-fight card. Yair Rodriguez and uh, Brian Ortega and Brandon Moreno and uh, Roy Val uh, uh you know, so um, and like uh, BC mentions there in the comments, the BF, not <laughs> was much juicier, mostly because we got to see <laughs> Ryan Bader, a friend of knuckle up. So, you know, my policy on friends of knuckle up Ryan Bader against uh, the big dude, <laughs> the big giant dude who clubbed him into unconsciousness in 20 seconds of the first round. And I didn't think anything of it, but then they had a picture of Ryan Bader before, and he's got all this gray coming in his beard. And I was like, yeah, man. You know when I interviewed Ryan Bader? I'll tell you when I interviewed Ryan Bader. 2010. You know when that was? 14 years ago. Dude's been fighting for 14, came down my alleyway 14 years ago. Was already fighting before that. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time, you know, like, I don't know what you guys do for employment. Some of you might have pretty shitty fucking jobs. And if you've had a shitty job for one of you came to the thing last night, had, had a four, 13 year job. I'm not going to mention his name. I don't know that he wants to be on front street and his company started following him, following him. There were five cars. It starts to sound like Goodfellas. There were five cars going. He was being, he got super fucking nutty and paranoid about it. And then they got into his like computer or something like that. And he said, ah, I guess I should just kill Paul. Ha 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 ha. LOL. He shows up next to the day at work. HR says, could you come here? And he comes in. They show him a copy because of course they can read the emails that you send through the company server. So there you're threatening violence against another employee. We are letting you go after 13 years. So he said, on the one hand, he was glad to be out of there because he didn't need to be followed. But on the other hand, 13 years, it gets booted. So I said, well, the way is clear. Now I think you have to kill Paul. I mean, no LOL, just kill Paul because it's like the basic instinct thing at this point. Who would think you'd be stupid enough to actually kill a guy that you already said you were not to kill? Uh, he 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 didn't he he didn't take take my advice. Uh, yeah, well, I'm guessing he didn't take my advice. He hasn't yet. This was just a few hours ago. So Bader against uh, Pereira, I think his name was. And uh, was a good fight? I saw it on ESPN Plus, all twenty seconds of it. Listen, if somebody came in here right now. With um, a T-bone steak. Well, That's not that's not a good example. Well, maybe there's a, somebody came in here with a a double bacon cheeseburger. Now, I might think it was pretty good, but it doesn't mean it was good. Understand? The Be- Bellator versus PFL, in theory, is good. I like PFL having made the investment. Mm, I like how they're approaching the fights. I like that they have deep pockets and seem to have money the organization seems a little less shrill and uh, asshole could be wrong about all these things. I used to think Bellator was that way back when the Danish guy owned it and found out the Danish guy fucking killed the guy's dog. It was in some dispute with it. And the guy finds his dog, like, you know, uh, impaled on, on a stake in his front yard. Uh, uh, Rebney was it Bjorn Rebney. Was that the guy's name? Mm. Okay. I Me, mean, they had no proof that Bjorn Ribney had done it, but it was looking like Bjorn Ribney had done it or commissioned somebody to get kill this guy's dog. Which of course is if you've seen any John Wick, you know, is not a way to motivate somebody from Eastern Europe. So mm. in any case, the guys at PFL seem to be okay. Johnny Bonigioni, being at the at the PFL fights, and not the first time he's been there, has has given it a little sheen that maybe. Maybe there's a glimmer of hope. I know what Mr. Iz is, is thinking. And I said, what I'm thinking is that maybe there's a glimmer of hope that somehow, after this Anthony Joshua thing, that ingano who said, I'll fight the winner of B- Bader, B- not Bader now, the other guy, Pereira, um, as as my, ne- my first BFL fight, my next MMA fight, if Johnny Boni Joni is there, it doesn't mean shit. But at this point now, you see people thinking outside the box about trying to get Sean Strickland against Jake Paul, saying it's an exhibition match. It's not a match. The UFC should have no say or be able to attach you um, because these guys don't want to do it for the money at this point. At this point, it's a gentleman's bet. Jake Paul says to Sean Strickland, tell you what, I'll give you a million dollars if we could train together, fight together. It's not money he needs to get back. He's already got enough money, a million dollars. Sean Strickland should be able to do his fight. Technically, maybe, no. It's a fight. It's an engagement. What about if tickets aren't sold? What about the time Don Cerrone got in trouble from uh, dirt biking when it's in his contract that he can't dirt bike like other celebrities with movies? You can't go do dangerous shit that's going to imperil the movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's very funny. Saudi mini marts. What, what, what kind of penis pills do you think they have in Saudi mini marts? You <laughs> know Making that joke could probably get you killed in Saudi Arabia. Oh, at least have your penis cut off. The um, fuck with Johnny Bonny Johnny. He's popping up all over the place. You know why? It's like it's now a, a, a three characters in search of a drama. He, he, what else is he going to do? <laughs> what else is he going to do? You know, Stipe is not really an able. Uh, uh, um, at this point, is not a, a, I don't want to use, able is the best word I can think of. He's not an able participant in the drum up to this fight at this point. He doesn't give a shit. He's got his full time job. The UFC treats him like garbage. He doesn't care. This is his last fight. He's gone, done out. So the burden of making this something is not. He's not going to carry it, and he nor should he. I understand him completely. He's a grown adult male. Leave these monkey hijinks up to the kids. He's not. Oh fuck you, you bitch. Fuck y'all. Go in this, pushing in the shit. He's not doing it. I'm going to get out, I'll fight with the fight and speak for itself. And then I'm gone. Give me my money. Um, so Jones is like, what am I doing? Well, I'll go to PFL. Maybe, you know, already the Baldwin is on record. That's calling me a dickhead. So I don't have any allegiance to these guys. But I did sign a contract. Hey, Show Stomper fans. Thanks for checking out this teaser of the Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper. Please be sure to join us over at showstomperpodcast.substack.com to subscribe so you can enjoy the remainder of the show. Every show runs a little over an hour for free on the Showstomper YouTube channel every Sunday when it airs live. To catch the show after that, you will need to become a paid subscriber on Substack to help support Eugene's work and help us to keep bringing these shows to you week after week, year after year. Thank you so much for your support. See you over on Substack.